0: we talked about last week, Dave, um, Mm -hmm. about iconic, you know, and let me just say, having just watched Peter Jackson's Fellowship of the Ring, (laughs) iconic (laughs) is descriptive of almost every scene. I was just watching and like, iconic, iconic, iconic. Unreal. Just unreal.
1: hey what's up nerdies english dave here for another episode of invincible review is that the show no it's another review of, of invincible i guess i'm here with my co-host travis what's up travis
0: hello david from the uh from the dark night of philadelphia and the east coast i
1: am i like i like, I like your little study thank you it's
0: full of rich mahogany ah
1: nice <laughs> nice nice um Episode four of Invincible, Amazon original series based on the graphic novel. We're enjoying it. Episode four, titled "Neil Armstrong, Eat Your Heart Out," mm. it's two firsts for Mark: a first date and a first trip, a first date and a first trip to another planet. At the same time, Nolan and Debbie revisit their own first vacation together. Um, I like what they're doing with this show. Uh, uh, this is something that they did in the comic books, where they constantly remind us that. uh uh, mark is joining this world that's already moving right Uh, like like things are already happening so for example this opening with the with the mummy's resurrection you know it's just like a little side thing doesn't matter and i like how it just gets stopped because mark was flying too low and he caused the sandstorm it's (laughs)
0: That was a great attitude. I was a like. There, bud.
1: Okay, then. Because it's like starts of this epic thing, like the mummy, like, duh. And it's like, boop. And dad's like, you're flying too low. And like, oh, my bad. In the <laughs> <Which> desert. <is laughs> in the desert. I like that. Uh, uh, but I think that's going to come back. I feel like that's going to, that's you don't just put that in there. I think it's going to come back again. The mummy's coming with a vengeance. The mummy's coming back with a vengeance. I don't know. Uh, we'll
0: see. We'll see how that works and I feel like uh I feel like this episode has has put in some uh, has has reached a new climactic, you know, expectation height of just the uh the ending scenes were fraught. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yeah, you really wonder how they're gonna get out of this pickle.
1: And one thing I like about this episode, like you said about learning and things like that, is we like the, you see that that the dad is kind of grooming the son. In some ways. Mm-hmm. In various ways. Obviously the superhero aspect of it. all but also with his dark secret. You know, he's grooming the sun. In the comics it's different because the comics the the the, the mum and, and 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 Nolan I mean Mum and, and Mark find out about dad not long after the audience finds out. Right? Here they're prolonging it more. And so like we know that now there's everything there's there's subtext to everything that's said and everything that's done. There's more meaning than it than than uh then uh um uh, they're saying but we know that and even just little moments like you know the dad saying to talking to him and saying you know how their species ended the war and how they made peace on other planets like teaching him this is our job, this is what we do. I think th- I like these little seeds again because that's like almost like saying be on my side, be on my side. You know, because again it's gonna shit's gonna hit the fan at some point. But and throughout this whole episode you also see that Debbie is starting to suspect, you know, because of Damien Darkblood. Yeah and he you know he Yeah
0: Dev's, Dev's on the trail
1: she's on the trail
0: is now selling houses and picking up clues Uh at the same time and to your point about the grooming is you know this isn't this isn't really Mufasa grooming no it's it's not saying like one day this kingdom will be yours it's more like how do I because you can I guess you can tell that he believes because he is this other being that he is not quite attached with the human race he's Mm -hmm, attached mm -hmm. with his wife Mm -hmm. and you know he says how this was a job and it turned into a home because i met your mom and had Mm -hmm. you and family but you know this is a guy that's probably like "Eh, i'll stick here for a while but Mm -hmm. if i gotta get out of here i gotta get out of here because Mm -hmm. it's like who are these, you know, who are these folk anyway? So
1: right.
0: yeah, we'll see, like, I think that's an interesting dynamic. It's, it's kind of ambiguous to see that he doesn't feel, he's clearly not thinking he's an equal. He knows he's a uh-huh. god amongst these uh-huh, people. Uh-huh. And he's kind of taking responsibility because it's kind of duty filled, uh-huh. but he's like, he knows he's in power. Uh-huh. So he's okay with abusing and kind uh-huh. of, playing in the well this is my domain type mm-hmm.
1: of area i think two things you have to remember that one he didn't know if mark would get powers right that was always a oh, oh maybe he will maybe he won't and it's almost like now that he knows his son got powers it's almost like reinvigorating like oh yes this is who we are now i have someone to pass this on to someone to teach this to you know it's like oh i almost forgot for a bit but now that's that reminder and and you know, I think that also connects with Debbie, where you know this whole episode she's investigating. I like seeing that moment where she's looking up the credibility of Damien, right? The the news articles are like, oh, this terrible demon, blah blah blah. Then it's like, oh wait, no, he's actually right all the time, you know. And then seeing that kind of uh, uh, um transition, and and and, but even like noticing Nolan's temperament throughout the whole time. But then even when he tries to distract her with that first date, that I mean, so I go back to their first date, revisiting what i like in that moment going back to what you were saying about about nolan kind of realizing that he is a god amongst men is that line when he says oh this was our first date it was a few years ago and she's like no that was 20 years ago i think that it's such a great line because it's but it's very telling of the difference because he's a god he's superhuman he probably ages slower so perspective is different you know like a perception is different i mean you right. know, so he perceives it like 20 years ago to him is like last week. Yeah, not even, <laughs> not even a thing. I uh, don't no, you know, that's a great
0: point. And the, uh, and the dragon that comes down. I love which that. Which I didn't know we were dealing with dragons. I didn't know Guess. That this was this was a dragon world, which... And this is why I say to my point
1: with. earlier on where it's like you were thrown into a world where things already exist. This didn't start with Mark and Invincible. The things have been happening. <laughs> mummies and
0: dragons and god knows how long (laughs) it went backwards to merlin's day and stuff like that um yeah and and i think that this is a cool episode because it kind of it's blending not only it shows mark in the rat race Mm -hmm. very well Mm -hmm. like this you know he's the dating portion of this uh of this episode where he makes You know, he makes it. He he not only gets the plate, but then he goes back and spends like eight hundred bucks on a chest. (laughs) Like, if there's something to learn from from Mister from his father is that hey, wait until like the third date till you buy the ancient eighty eight hundred dollar chest at the fair.
1: See, I like to think he didn't buy the eight hundred dollar chest. I like to think he actually flew to Tibet or wherever that chest is from, and just actually brought it because you know, like it's like. You know, my family's African heritage, and and every time I get like a, a certain like outfits or different African memorabilia, if you buy it from here, it's like ten times the amount of getting the same thing straight from Cameroon. <laughs> you know, like like you know, like I like to wear the nice That's bracelets point. and stuff. That's a great point.
0: Yeah. Know, maybe maybe works savvy. Maybe yeah. they don't, maybe they don't have Amazon. They clearly don't.
1: <laughs> no, no. I think he flew. He got a map, figured out how to get there because you know he's terrible with directions. And he uh, just used that to kind of distract. I,
0: yeah, so a so subplot would be nice that Mark slowly like, becomes a better cartographer throughout the, uh, throughout, throughout the show. Right, right, right. But no, yes, that's a uh,
1: coordinate X, Y, and Z. <laughs> you mentioned about the dragon attack, though. I think, again, that moment when Nolan refuses to help out until, until uh, uh, um, Debbie says, I trust you. Again, he knows he's done wrong. But he's like, "Do you trust me? Do you trust me? You know, like saying that everyone's against me, blah blah." Thinking I'm involved, but do you trust me? And again, she at this point she's like suspecting him, but now this force of "Do you trust me?" At the same time, it's just like, "Oh shit," you know. Like, I think mm-hmm. I think that moment was done very very well, and even to add to later, you know, like when uh, uh, um with Damien, right, and and Nolan confronts him, and and I like that moment because it's like. It's almost like Nolan realizes he can't do anything to Damien because Damien's a demon. Because Damien says to him, you killed him. He's like, "Oh, well, no one will believe you. Like, why doesn't he kill them? It's almost like he's like, oh, I, I can't do anything to you, right? Mm-hmm. But then we know who's something, someone who can do something to him.
0: Falls for the old uh, exorcism trick.
1: The old exorcism trick.
0: <laughs> the old walk-in exorcism trick gets you it every time. Oof. You know, the... Uh... <laughs> a theme that I'm realizing now in this episode was, oh, so it's kind of like appearance versus reality, mm-hmm. right? You've got Cecil, who's like, "We gotta get these uh, astronauts to Mars, but you can't be seen." There's gotta be a win for humanity, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got Nolan, you know, telling his son, you know, "This is who you are." this you know we're supposed to be like war and peace bringers and and we're supposed to better planets and yet he's clearly a psychotic like death machine (laughs) in some regards to to those who are unlucky enough um and then you've got uh and then you've got uh uh, dad who's now on the hunt playing mom lover and actually being the uh being the uh the 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 loving wife and mother and then to tie it all up we got another clone brother coming back (laughs)
1: which i love i love it i love i love the whole clone sequence (laughs) anything to do i love when he like drill has to drill into this arm
0: with an actual drill he's like yeah yeah that little detail is like okay this guy's got his armor
1: but it's also reminded, just a reminder of the strength and power sets we're dealing with, right? Just subtle reminders like that tell us that. And again, mm-hmm. I love I loved the Run the Jewels soundtrack playing in the background. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, anytime they get Run the Jewels playing on anything, I'm worried. I'm always in there. Um, we talked we talk about Mars. What, again, what I like about the show, again, it's it's reminding us that these things exist. You know, when, when he's like, wait, there's Martians on Mars? Yeah. Where do you think Martian Man comes from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it's like oh yeah i never i never really thought about that yeah. <laughs> um i did like the idea that this whole trip was made so that they could spy on nolan but then they just kind of backfires where they're like uh no um let mark go instead mm-hmm. yeah. um because yeah, th- th- no one th-
0: thinks it's beneath him which is
1: yes totally yes
0: true
1: i guess I, I like when we get to Mars- also, I,
0: I, besides the new gang like is he still kind of like hovering around like saving the world or is it just i mean the new guardians just got you know they just got into the new house
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're still settling scores there's no one just out there kind of like playing i mean he was
1: never a guardian though that's the thing remember he was never he was asked to be a guardian he was just he's kind of like invincible where he's never officially part of any team just helps out wherever he feels like just floating. it yeah he's one mind. of those
0: he's one of those offensive midfielders you know he's mm-hmm. kind of and
1: speaking yeah. of the new team I kinda like um that 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 they, they leave the blood splatter on the wall. It's like a reminder. you have to be better than the previous team. I was like, damn, okay. It's like that. I was like that. Uh uh, go back to Mars. I did like to live up to I like in back on Mars when like Mark's just on his phone, gets bored, doesn't realise scientists have been kidnapped, like, what the fuck? Come on, Mark. <laughs> Pay attention.
0: And, and, and his still <laughs> runs out
1: also, which I thought was like, a really uh, funny detail. Like, pay attention. Again, the, the whole thing with the sequence and that whole se- sequence and the sequence. Sequence? Sequence. Sequin- Is it sequence? Sequin- I think it's sequins or sequence, Sequence. I can't remember. <laughs> They're kind of they like a mind control starfish type things. Uh, I, I, I like that ending with them where it's like, well, one of the Martians had replaced one of the astronauts. Right. And then the, the astronaut that would replace was back on Mars got controlled by one of the sequins, which made them super powerful, which now they can take over Mars, which again, this show keeps doing these subtle things that will probably come back. I think that's going to be a big narrative coming back.
0: Um, well, that being said, the Martians were cool. I thought that like that civilization seemed pretty awesome. Like I like that they kind of had that royal egalitarian mm.
1: uh,
0: kind of old school on the Calvary with spears and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought that
1: was kind of a a really cool uh, thing, and you know, I'd love to go back to Mars to see that. But I, I like too bad I like. they were probably all dead. I like I like when Mark um saves them, the, the 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 astronauts, and they get back on the ship, and they're doing the whole pre check pre flight checks. And the guy's like, "Nah, fuck it, let's just go." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Fuck yeah, it," yeah. <laughs> and 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 again, things that come back right when he Mark has to push the ship away earlier on the dad teaches him about flying faster and pushing faster and then so that skill comes back when he's like can i lift this can i lift this and he lifts it and pushes away and he comes back for the for the for the rock and i love when yeah. he says to, to when he gives it to and he's like oh just don't show it to any geologists or rock enthusiasts yeah. yes, <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Yeah, so I, okay so i guess you know how it plays out although i don't know if they, I, I would imagine they covered it in the comics but You know, the dance of, oh, who is he? Oh, is he going to get with, you know, Eve? Oh, she's going to have to find
1: out.
0: (laughs) You know, I hope it's not predictable. I hope they can kind of put like a spin on it. Uh But, you know, Mark kicking the can down the road, I guess, Uh to be expected. But then again, like, why wouldn't, why would he be scared? of Like, they live in a world of superheroes Uh that are somewhat pseudo-celebrities why would she not want to know that mark is like a pseudo celebrity like i feel like that's in mark's better interest to be like yo yeah but I'm, I'm gone and but also like i'm gonna be the shit
1: yeah but there's like you know like 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 what eve says to him earlier on you know before you tell someone about your abilities make sure you're serious about them because that brings them to a whole different life you get them involved in so much and there's a lot of True. pressure good and bad that you, and and you can't take that back once they know that and have that knowledge it's forever so if you break oh, sorry, up and May though right? Aunt May
0: just gets thrown into the meat grinder regardless <laughs> so I know you're not Ant May's just always getting swoops
1: right 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 <laughs> and that's what people not know um we talked earlier on about about uh, um Max I mean not Max um Mark's inability at uh, geography and, and things like mm-hmm. that when he's like you know, I could just zip back to Mars and back. And that's like, the fact that you don't know how far Mars is yeah. <laughs> proves my point. It's a two-week trip. It's like, wait, what? Two weeks? Nah, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> yeah, he
0: brought a sandwich. Like, he as as brought, like, a single right. jelly wrap sandwich <laughs> to Mars. Good. Yeah, and and it I, was
1: very, it? I think that'll be one of my nitpick of the episode. If I was going to nitpick. I feel you told us it was a two-week... J- like, the passage of time was kind of awkward. Because you tell us a two-week journey to Mars, it seems like the Mars thing was happening at the same time as everything else on Earth, even the two weeks had mm-hmm. passed. You know, I think that because you know it jumps back and forth, and so like if it wasn't for that line of dialogue earlier on, I wouldn't realize it was two weeks. I th- I would think it was a couple of hours to Mars and back with yeah. them. Yeah, and it's not really a big deal. It's just a tiny, tiny nitpick.
0: It was actually a very pretty episode. I enjoyed. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed like watching the details. I enjoy the the noir cut of it. I would like that uh-huh. to like. I don't want a full episode of just noir, but I think we're gonna get a big, intense like get ready for dialogue. We're obviously gonna get some uh, re- relationship drama. We gotta see if Damien's coming back. What else? I guess we're still seeing if the team can develop. Maybe he. What's you know, what? Yeah, what's yeah.
1: robot up to, by the way? I don't know. It's Robot's the, a rogue. Like taking DNA and stuff from from. Rex, yeah. what's all that yeah. about? Yeah, he's,
0: he's a rogue character. I mean, and then last was, week,
1: helping out the Molar twins escape.
0: Yeah, there's a there is a lot of uh, there's there's a lot of mystery mystery afoot. They've uh-huh. certainly laid the ground blocks. Uh-huh. My man, Robot seems to be working with Cecil, who's doing his like Nick Fury thing, but kind of less competently. Like he's he's coming off as kind of like a I feel like Cecil's like got a boat and he's just taping little things Mm -hmm. all the time. Like it's not like he's constructing the stuff. He's just like feels like he's taping things around and kind of is like hoping things can move his way. But then Nolan's got his thing and Mark's gonna clear out and I feel like I'm going. I think Deb's dead. I think Deb's just. Deb's dead. Mom's dead. dead. (laughs) I see. I think Deb's dead. We shall find out. That's my long shot.
1: We shall find... I mean, I think Cecil's got some plans because, again, it was kind of a dick move what he does to our boy, Damien. But Damien's going to run his mouth too early. I feel like Cecil's like, okay, I know this guy's bad, but we can't do anything about it right now. So you shut your mouth right now. Cause, mm-hmm. <laughs> because then what? Yeah. What are we going to do? He's the most powerful person that we know. You can't just say, hey, you're bad. He's not going to just turn up to you. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. You know? So I understand what his apprehension engines. Let's just like, hold up, hold up. Slow your roll. Anyway, we'll find out next episode. What the
0: hell with you, demon man. <laughs> right.
1: Where where are you nerdies? What are your thoughts on this series so far? Have you read the comics? Are you fresh? Like Travis, either way, we I'm like to do your thoughts. Fresh. Find That's us right. on social media at The Nerdy Bunch. On that note, thank you, Travis.
0: Oh, You're, you're very welcome from this uh, coast-to-coast civil conversation concerning comics <laughs> and cinema maybe one day. <laughs>
1: my name is english day this has been a review of invincible episode four tune in next week for episode five as always travis
0: keep it nerdy adios amigos peace